Hi, this is Alex. I enjoy calling into Y'all Heard at 570-POD-1, and I think other people could enjoy it, too. I would like to hear from other people. So the next person to call into Y'all Heard at 570-POD-1 and make an interesting contribution, such as a story or an observation, gets to be my honorary friend. And if they want, I could even send them something 3D printed, uh, like a little dinosaur skeleton. I could get that to sit in an envelope and not have too much postage. So uh, I guess call in and give Pete and Marissa your address. Okay, have a great day. Y'all heard? One, two, three. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey guys. How's it going? That was weird. This is Y'all, y'all Heard. heard. Where me, what are you doing? <laughs> a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips. <laughs> and me, Pete Phillips. Are thankfully not related. <laughs> And this is a show where two friends pack up some survival gear and we go uh, deep into the, I don't know, let's say Montana wilderness. And we camp out and we really brainstorm, like we sort of like everything else out of our heads and then we brainstorm a brilliant topic. Or, Or better, we sort of like discover something while we're out there maybe it's something about us maybe it's something about the world around us maybe just maybe it's something about you and then we come back and we tell you about it right here on a podcast in other words we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know like the fact that i hope i never find myself in montana in my life (laughs) anyway i was uh, i was watching macgyver before we started and he was out in the wilderness somewhere (laughs) yeah i don't know what's there and honestly don't want to know Pete, how are you? I'm okay, all things considered. I've just been really tired lately. I googled, uh, how do I know if I have Lyme's disease? (laughs) Lyme disease, excuse me. Apparently there's no S at the end of Lyme. I just, you know, thought that Lyme was a guy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that Lyme disease uh, might have originated from Plum Island, if you remember. Yes. Uh, Guys, this is amazing. I believe this is the first time ever. That Marissa has referenced a previous episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know what we do. Uh, I think you might be in a lot of pain in your joints or something. I think my mom might have one. So I just have chronic fatigue then. (laughs) When I get tired, which I've been tired for three weeks in a row, and I can't catch up on sleep, my mother says it's Epstein-Barr because I had mono as a child. (laughs) Which apparently... I don't know. Have you had mono? No. Not that I know of. Apparently you could relapse. I don't know. But My mom came to visit and she was like, why do you yawn so much? And now I'm going to reference a previous show. And I was like, curiously, mom, (laughs) scientists don't know why we yawn. (laughs) I mean, the better comeback is, why are you asking me so many questions? Okay. (laughs) I do love your mom, though who emailed me, but because <laughs> I got a scam email from her a few, not, <laughs> she wasn't scamming me. She was like, you know, hack email account. I had to read it a long way before I was like, is this really Jen? And then, <laughs> um, anyway. So you're good old things considered? Yeah. Um, I, I, I have to admit, I don't know if you're going to bring this up later, but I do have to admit, I did not weigh myself after the last show. And so I don't know if my grab a numbers worked or not. Okay. Um, 
I I ate a lot. So even if I'm the same weight, it That's may have worked. <laughs> um, I found a quarter. Nice! I, yes! But on the flip side, I overspent my budget. So, I mean, I'm like in the red technically. For That's a you problem budget. though. The spending yeah, is you. I guess, but anyway, whatever. You drew no, money but- like a magnet and... <laughs> oh yeah, that quarter. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so my grab away code didn't work. Um, all I have to report, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. On the hottest day in a long time, the only pants I packed to wear at my boyfriend's house were insulated pants. There were jeans that had, like, insulation in them. And I didn't we even know the they park. made those. Yeah. And we went to the park, and then I almost died. Um, I'm drinking mushroom ashwagandha calming hot chocolate which tastes a little like duty and um speaking of my boyfriend as of tomorrow ladies i'm gonna be dating a full-fledged cardiologist Ooh. Read and it that in- is how he got to marissa's heart <laughs> <laughs> i like that i like that <laughs> yeah uh I think I just bought him a cup that said, like, uh, what was it? Cute enough to... <laughs> cute enough to break hearts, but smart enough to put them together. <laughs> it made for heads with something like that. I was like, you need one of those fucking dumb profession cups. I wish someone would try to buy me a profession cup, because what would that even be? <laughs> Mrs. Wright. Ah! Nice. <laughs> Uh, oh, here, before before we go on, I have a question. I am, oh, God. I have to go to a lot of doctor things recent, uh, in the coming days because my boyfriend graduates. And they always seem really excited when someone who's not a doctor's there. And last time they asked me what I do, and I said I was a writer, but then when they found out I don't write novels, it was like a huge letdown. Yeah. And while my boyfriend thinks it's okay to call me such and such as such and such company's blogger, Ooh, uh, I'd rather yeah. kill myself. What should I say I do? I'm a digital content producer for, <laughs> you know, your company. Yeah, okay. Maybe I'll do that. That just sounds like I don't even have a job. Yeah, well, like you know, I, then they'll be bored and walk away. And that's what you want. Yeah. Uh, when I went, once I went to this party and the, the lady, one of the ladies, one of the like doctor attendings was like, well, you just wait. Oh, we're going to give you so much to write about at this party. It was a very boring party to you. And it all ended up in your work newsletter. Like, <laughs> anyone who like says like, oh, there's going to be so much to write about at this party. You're about to have a real boring party, guys. Yeah. Now just protest too much but the opposite (laughs) anyway what we got well sadly listeners um and and sadly alex alex doesn't uh, alex doesn't have a new friend (laughs) i'm sorry alex but on the plus side he gets to save on postage so so i will 
in the defense of our listeners, we do have some fairly loyal listeners, but they tend to binge us. They are not up to date. They just binge listen to us, which sounds painful to me, honestly. <laughs> well, we do... We did get one phone call, and this is a suspicious phone call because it's a 570 area code, okay. and the message is 28 seconds long, but it's completely quiet. <laughs> There's nothing oh. actually coming over. And um, when I Googled the phone number, it says it's in the Stroudsburg area. Ooh. And so I do wonder if it's someone that you know who maybe doesn't know how to unmute their phone. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the phone number later. It is five seven zero two three six. Okay, doesn't sound familiar, but we'll see. Okay, after I drank this de-stressing hot chocolate, should I call it a day or should I then drink wine? Well, I think you know if you're on if you're in a period of time where you're allowed to drink right now with Invisalign, yeah. then yeah, go for the wine. Okay, thank you. Okay, what's drink as much wine as you can before your clock is up? (laughs) Icebreaker. Marissa. Yeah. What is your favorite strange food combinations? Uh, ooh, that's a nice one. I don't. Do you want to answer that first? Uh, I don't think any of mine are super strange. I don't think mine are either. But I I am on a constant hunt ever since you took me to an uh, uh, Asian buffet, a Chinese buffet, um, for peanut chicken. By the way, he said that like it was really different. He had never been to an Asian buffet. Anyway, I'm sorry. Holy shit! I remember the peanut chicken. Yeah, and it's supposed to be. Apparently, people are like, "Oh yeah, that's common." But it's like, no, it's not. I have not seen it since. I've tried to make it myself. It's disgusting. Um, and I know it's because I'm not willing to put the bad ingredients necessary into the dish. <laughs> I feel like you probably had to deep fry a chicken cutlet, then mix it with, like, soy sauce, peanut butter, more oil, and MSG. Right. And, uh, I mean, I don't have a deep fryer, but... Also, I'm not willing to do all that other stuff. (laughs) By the way, me saying MSG was not some sort of weird stereotype because people say all Chinese food has MSG. No, it would have been been that if she said, you probably need to deep fry a cat breast cutlet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that, that would be problematic. No, MSG tastes really good and my roommate used to buy msg and so i have no problem trying to restaurants use msg many seem not to anymore but i say give me the msg <laughs> anyway continue marissa lives on the edge i do um another thing that i like is a turkey club with grape jelly on it i, w- I wish you just stopped it after turkey club <laughs> have you ever heard <laughs> of this turkey weird. club <laughs> <laughs> wow, you'd love Korea where they seem to put jelly in every ham sandwich. <laughs> I know you don't like ham, but I feel like they probably put it in turkey sandwiches also. 
I've been working on the hammer, so I think I'm down to a few slices. Uh, Mom was visiting. I made her eat ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made us both eggs with ham in them. Uh, so there's a few a few pieces left, but I'm almost through it. So thank you very much because all of them, with the exception of a uh, sandwich for mom, have been cooked. So didn't even okay. occur to me. Yeah. Which, by the way, I do need to ask, though, when you've had a ham sandwich, is the ham thick cut or thin cut? Because that makes all the difference. It's thin. Okay. If you still don't like thin cut ham, that you're dead to me. So I have nothing else. But yeah, the cooked. I'm glad you like it. Continue. Yeah. I think that I, that's all I can oh, come okay. up with for strange food combinations. <laughs> Back in the day, I used to be willing to eat anything for a conversation starter. But in terms of like what I actually want to eat... Um, remember, remember, she ate glass. Yeah, exactly. I ate glass. But I'm not like, ooh, let me sit down to some glass. Mm, this is also, good. Could you pass the MSG for my glass? <laughs> <laughs> also, I've eaten a bunch of stuff overseas that i feel like would be weird to american listeners but i feel like that's just being a little like i shouldn't just be like oh this weird thing this other country eats so i'm not going to include those even if american listeners would find that weird um so honestly i don't think i like anything that weird um i don't find this weird but uh i mean i dip french fries and mayonnaise I think plenty of people do this, but I like French fries and a frosty together, like dipping French fries in a French Wendy's frosty. And I like eating frozen whipped cream from an ice cream cone. Oh, like yes, yes. sometimes I'll put pieces of fruit in it to make myself feel better. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's mostly it. I, I'm pretty adventurous, but I don't think the combinations I have are that weird. Yeah. I I did just buy Magic Spoon cereal that is jelly donut flavored, which sounds horrible, but I had to try it. So we'll see. That could be a weird combination. Yeah. I guess with your food limitations, you know, I'll uh, defer my disappointment. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean... (laughs) Uh, I've had a lot of weird weird combinations in an effort to not reproduce the same sandwiches for sandwichportraits.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never would have tried apple and turkey or apple and chicken mm. uh, or apple and cheddar, but uh, they all, they all work pretty well. So I get it. Oh. I think in some ways I've been forced into some odd combinations. Yeah, for sandwich portraits, someone gave us a radish butter and sea salt sandwich, which was delicious. Um, someone also gave me an apple pie with cheddar cheese, but I don't like. I mean, it was fine. Oh, my father, when I was a kid, I don't do this so much anymore, but he would put a slice of American cheese hanging off the side of my hot chocolate into the hot chocolate, so the cheese would melt as I would drink the hot chocolate. And he said it was a thing they used to do in Puerto Rico. And I found it charming as a child. I don't do it alone. But if my father ever is like, let's do that, I'll be like, okay, for fun. That's interesting. Um, it sounds yeah. disgusting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think. Only because I ate a piece of American cheese today and I was like, oh, this is why I don't buy that. <laughs> I haven't had American cheese since I was a child, except for the other day I had a cheeseburger and I got confused and ordered American cheese by mistake, and I was like, holy shit, oh, man, that's going to be gross. 
but it was delicious. Well, that's so. what I had. I had uh, I had purchased it because I wanted to make a cheeseburger. Yeah, I would say that is the prime cheeseburger cheese. You didn't like it? No, I then the next day I was like, well, I'm going to have some breakfast. Let me make some eggs. I'll throw some cheese in there. And then I was like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. It's only a burger cheese. Now I have che- eight more pieces of cheese and I got to figure out what to do with them. I, okay, I was going to keep talking about food, but I should stop. Anyway, <laughs> uh, speaking of things that should stop, he, I know you recommended a show, which I was going to do. But then the week got away from me, and I was a little strapped for time, so I was like, let me do a story on something I was going to read about anyway. Okay, but just for the record, I do want to let everybody know, I picked that icebreaker in an effort to help you transition. <laughs> oh, because, oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. I'll tell you when I do do that topic. I just, I am she's a doo-doo. <laughs> I'm going to come back to it. I, uh... I just feel like I need to experience the BTS McDonald's meal before before I go to that topic. This topic is going to be about something that I'm so afraid of. Oh, Marissa. I, what? Speaking of food, for dinner I had buttered steak. Oh, yeah. When did you add the butter? Well, this was a steak that I had previously made, and then in order to reheat it, I put it in the pan, and I put a pat of butter on top. Nice. And let it really sink in there, and uh, yeah. Okay, I support. I, I'll support that. I also support. Well, no, I prefer when you put cold butter on a hot steak. I don't support pre-melting the butter than putting the steak on it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're like not getting the the, the beauty of the butter. Anyway, the butter beauty, uh, the Buddhist, the, the Buddhist bagel basket butter beauty. Oh, we were such visionaries in our youth. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that was an inside joke, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I'm afraid because I'm going to be on a plane at the end of July because I'm going to Disney World. Uh, and why am I afraid, Pete? I'm afraid because everyone seems to have lost their fucking mind on airplanes lately. Did you see the latest incident where a 28-year-old punch, sucker punch, <laughs> a punch in the face two times, making her lose some of her teeth? Yeah. Why? I asked because the flight attendant asked her to put on her fucking seatbelt. Okay? Did you watch the video? I didn't watch the video. I think I saw, like, little thumbnail pictures or something. Oh, I didn't... I, well, I Like, when those kinds of things happen, I don't want to watch the video. Because it's real people being treated poorly. And it makes me sad that people will treat other people like that. Here's the thing. I also never watched the video because I was like, why would I want to see someone get fucked up? But I think someone had mentioned the guy who came to the flight attendant's rescue. And I love seeing a good, like people coming together. So I was like, let me look at that video. You know what? Let me get to the video a little later. Anyway, incidents of unruly behavior from airplane passengers have risen to an unprecedented level this year. Union leader Sarah Nelson told CNBC on Friday. Sorry, she's a flight attendant union leader. Um, She told CNBC at the start of the Memorial Day holiday weekend. This is an environment that we just haven't seen before, and we can't wait for it to be over, she said. 
Her comments follow a recent violent confrontation that resulted in a Southwest Airlines flight attendant sustaining facial injuries and losing two teeth. In a statement to NBC News early this week, Southwest said the passenger ignored standard in-flight instructions and became verbally and physically abusive upon landing. The 20-year-old woman who punched the flight attendant has been charged with felony batter, thank God, which occurred on a Sacramento to San Diego flight. So, again, the video, you see nearly like a middle-aged flight attendant uh, telling a younger woman, like, please put your your seatbelt on. At the, I think it's at that point where you've landed, but you're still not supposed to take it off because the, the airplane's still, like, you know, like, driving on the runway. And the lady just fucking pounds her in the face. Again, I don't like these videos. But then this dude just jumps up, and he just flips the fuck out. And he's like, you sit the fuck down. You don't touch that lady. You don't touch that fucking lady. You sit the fuck down. And, and then he turns to the flight attendant, and he goes, I got you, ma'am. I'm like, yeah, you cool. And she's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> she's got no teeth. <laughs> she's, like, traumatized. But then in the most absurd part of the video, Pete, he doesn't touch the lady who punched the flight attendant. He just yells at her because it's clear he needs to become kind of, like, hysterical to calm her down because she's wailing on this lady. He just yells, you know, sit the fuck down. You don't touch that fucking lady. And the lady who punched her suddenly gets, like, so pissed off and so indignant and so appalled and goes, there's a child right here. How dare you scream at me? There's a child right here. So... (laughs) You can't see every angle, but it seems to apply there's a child right in front of her, so she punched a flat with a child in front of her and now is mad that this guy's yelling at her? I don't know. It's infuriating. Anyway. So the thing is, the Federal Aviation Administration said Monday that it has received around 2,500 reports of unruly passengers since January 1st of 2021, this year. Why is that notable? Well, because that's 20 times higher than what's normally recorded in an entire year, Pete. We are, wait, are we halfway through the year? Everybody's got to catch up. Yeah, we're not even halfway through the year, and we have 20 times more unruly passengers than an entire year. While airline travel has picked up in recent months as COVID vaccinations become more available, TSA checkpoint data shows that travel is still way below 2019 levels. So there's, like, no reason for there to be this many batch of people. Roughly, not surprisingly, roughly three-quarters of the conflicts involve failure to follow federal mask mandate laws. Um, And, of course, masks are playing a role in the surge, and flight attendants are generally expressing a lot of disappointment with the fact that Health protocols on planes have become what is seen as a political issue, which, yeah, is a shame because then they have to deal with it. And not that many women are not capable of taking care of themselves and not that all flight attendants are women, but they are generally predominantly women. And, I mean, they're not known to, like, they don't take, like, physical training to become a flight attendant. Right. They're probably not well, you know, equipped to like take care of a a violent passenger anyway um so most of them like they said are about the mask mandate 
there are also some just like totally nonsense situations that it's like what what is the root of this um recently uh passengers hoped to do an unruly shirtless man who tried to open an emergency exit door uh i think it was in february uh, so we tried to open the emergency exit on a california bound flight um, this incident took place on Spirit Airlines, where I'm sure people are already yeah. having enough of it, too. <laughs> um, so, apparently, the man just emerged shirtless from the bathroom and tried to open the door. Um, side note, it is important to note that it is impossible, due to air pressure, to ever open an emergency door during flight, which, thank God, that was very reassuring, because I was like, I've never even thought of that <laughs> being a thing. But thank God, just so you know, if a crazy tries to do that, it's not possible. Well, why do they have such anyway. a strong airlock thing then? I mean, because I guess if you if you crash, then you could open it. Okay. Or if you're in the water, you can open it. I mean, it, it just happens so often in the movies. <laughs> oh, duh. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and also, earlier this year... A Delta Airlines passenger tried to open the main cabin door on a Boston-bound flight. And last year, a British woman named Chloe Haynes, then 25, was sentenced to two years in jail for her attempt to open a cabin door mid-flight, all while yelling, I'm going to fucking kill you all. (laughs) The incident became so out of control that two fighter jets were called to intercept the flight. And... Well, I don't know. Haynes was charged $105,000 in damages. I feel like she should have been charged more. I don't know. I feel like there's no no amount enough. Um, now, why is this happening? Well, there are a lot of hypotheses. Um, but I think it's safe to say that what a lot of people are, are saying probably contributes is alcohol. So... Um, a lot of airlines, uh, I think there are two airlines recently that announced that they would be banning in-flight alcohol sales. Um, but that nece- can't necessarily stop it. I mean, some people will just drink before the airplane. And, I mean, so a lot of these um, situations... Some people like happen- you need to drink on the... Like, need to drink on the plane. <laughs> yes. I need to drink on the plane and take something that knocks me out. I just need to be unconscious or else. <laughs> I will flip the fuck out. Marissa's like Mr. T on the A-Team, guys. <laughs> Wait, does he need to do that? He would. He refused to fly, so they would drug him. And then, <laughs> then they would fly to like other locations, and he would wake up and always be really mad. <laughs> he, that would be my dream. I wish someone would drug me and even realize what's going on the plane. Because it's so hard because I want to not be awake, but I don't want to be so conked out that I'm all fucked up when I land. But also, I need to be awake while I go through TSA and stuff. So I'm always torn between Xanax, and drinking God forbid something did happen. They're just like, this bitch is asleep. I'm out of yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> Last time, I just took a bunch of z But I don't know. I think I'm going to take Xanax this time. Anyway, one explanation why people act like this is a term called air rage, which is kind of obvious, um, that... On an airplane, people tend to overreact about minor inconveniences, and flights in general seem to affect a person's temperament. Huffington Post explains, the majority of air rage attacks are caused by the passenger's concern that he or she cannot control the situation or influence anything while in a plane. 
Anger comes when you feel it like a la- like there is a lack of control, says Dr. Martin Seif, a psycholo- psychologist specializing in fear of flying. In fact, we never completely control anything, but in flight, this feeling intensifies. And according to a psychologist from Boston University, the plane is one of the few places where a free person is continuously told what to do and what not to do, such as checking your luggage, fastening your seatbelt, do not get up, do not smoke, you know, such and such. Okay, but so, you don't have to fly then. Like, I agree. If you don't want to follow the rules, then you don't have to fly. I feel like Americans feel like things don't need to apply to them all the time. Like, I should be able to fly, but if I don't want to turn off my phone, I don't have to. Guess what? You're not as free as you think you are. <laughs> oh, you sheep. <laughs> in addition to problems with control in the sky, air rage may have other reasons. These are some other things that experts say Claustrophobia. Might Is that one? I mean, I know, but that definitely I can see that. <laughs> Um, experts consider the use, we kind of already mentioned this, but expert, experts consider the use of alcohol and drugs to be the main reason for the quote-unquote brutality. I don't know why they decided to say that much, but at high altitude, the access of oxygen to the brain decreases, and the same effect is observed with the use of alcohol and drugs. Therefore, one portion of alcohol in flight in, effect, in its effects is equal to two portions on the ground. The same applies to the action of any psychotropic drug. The second most important cause of air rage is smoking restrictions on airplanes. Lack of nicotine is frustrating for heavy smokers. 70% of all recorded incidents of air rage start with an attempt to smoke at the wrong time in the wrong place. A total ban on smoking on airplanes leads passengers to lock themselves in toilets and try to disable fire alarms. I feel like that might be a little dated. I feel like people are pretty used to not being able to smoke anymore. But, I mean, maybe. Also, that's a hole in the market. Start smoke airlines. I mean, yeah. Uh, I would love there to be a smoke airline, not for me to be on it. A smoke airline and a child airline so that I don't have to fly with anyone. Which, uh, if you're going to have a kid, you should take responsibility and be on a different plane. Man. <laughs> Experts from Cranfield University, wherever that is, (laughs) lack of fresh air to be another major cause of passenger Mm -hmm. anger. To save fuel, practically in all passenger airplanes, the ventilation system is designed in such a way that the same air is fed to the cabin, which is only filtered but not saturated with oxygen. As a result, the level of carbon dioxide in it reaches 60%. So I guess that makes people ragey. Um, now, another problem to just throw into this. There's no happy ending here. Can I now. ask what year this article's from? I mean, it's got to oh, be are, from now, right? These are all different articles. But okay. yeah, I try to keep pretty, pretty recent. Why? Because I feel like they're missing a glaring COVID. Like... <laughs> Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. What? You know what? I feel like... I mean, this is just a hypothesis based on no research. This is Marissa talking. I feel like a lot of people who are really scared about COVID won't fly. Yet. Or, maybe, or you know, some will. But I feel like they're going to stay to themselves, 
be quiet, wear their mask right, and want to stay away from everyone else. I feel like all the hyper people are people who don't give a shit about COVID and just don't want to wear a mask and are all hyped up. Right, but then you're being told that you have to, like this lady, and then getting punched in the face, or then punching oh, somebody in the face. I thought you meant people afraid of COVID. No, like, um, and I just used one word, but I think what I was trying to say was, I think that people being isolated because of COVID have made it so that they don't know how to treat other people in the world. Oh, I'm sorry. That was mentioned in some articles. Okay. <laughs> I guess I kind of thought that went without saying a little bit. Like, well, yeah, I don't want to be people anymore. I was, um... And there was no data on that. It was just like a statement. I was watching one of the playoffs games with the 76ers and the Wizards and mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook hurt his ankle and he was being helped to the locker room and a uh-huh. fan, a Philadelphia fan, of course, from above dumped popcorn on his head. For what purpose? And people were watching it like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> the same night, Trey Young on the Atlanta Hawks, a fan who was sitting courtside, spit on him. Oh, God. And like, fans just got back. <laughs> And wow. players and players are like, what the hell is going on? And LeBron James had a tweet where he was like, show us a picture of the guy who dumped popcorn on Russell Westbrook's head. Because if one of us attacked one of them, it would be completely different. You would, Our face would be all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. And like the Sixers banned the guy. Uh, and same thing, I think, with, uh, I forget, I think it was... I think it was, yeah, I think it was a New York fan. I think they, mm. the Hawks were at the Knicks. But um, they also banned the fan. But it's still like, I don't, and, and this is me casting judgment on other people. But I'll say too, I send really abrupt emails now. And I'm like, and then when I reread them, I'm like, you didn't have to be so abrupt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But a lot of times they're like little pet peeves where it's like somebody goes, for what my job is, somebody goes, hey, an assignment doesn't work in my class. And I write back to them and I'm like, what class, what assignment? Help me out here. You teach five classes, you got ten assignments in each one of them. Give me a, give me something to go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, to that point, uh, yeah, I also do things I wouldn't do in person if I had been working in person for a while. We had our weekly lunch Zoom call where we were supposed to like have social time. And these two people were in the midst of, like, a really long story. While it wasn't directly to me, I mean, it was understood that the story was for everyone, I just got tired of it and walked away. And there was just an empty couch in my Zoom frame for, like, Marissa, 10 minutes. Marissa, you would have done that in person. <laughs> Maybe I would have. <laughs> if there were other people around listening, you would have snuck out. There's plenty listening. Right. I wouldn't just me but i was like this story isn't for me and like if you're really gonna push me on this i'll just tell you i went to take a dump and then you can see that in your head (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah pete that's a very good point and that was mentioned in articles i guess i just i didn't have like data and stats for it but my my mom too keeps coming up with these like incidents that she observes and stuff like that where like she goes out more than i do (laughs) but um 
but yeah, she's just like people are just so mean to like wait staff and you know like nurses and all sorts of stuff like that. And she's just like, it's no wonder that my mom is uh, is a boomer. So please forgive her. Nobody wants to work and this, that, and the other. And she's, you know, one of those people who's like, people want to be on unemployment because it pays better than... But it's like, yeah, it's a really good point, Mom. I would want to be on unemployment too than have somebody, like, spit on me or yell at me because I, like, forgot the cheese on their hamburger at McDonald's. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, then there's a problem with the job, not a problem with unemployment. Yeah. Also, I was told that I was a demon and I belong to go to hell once because when I covered the customer service phones for Nestle, someone found out that there was like one of Marissa's most secret jobs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That doesn't go on my resume. Yeah. There was some byproduct of something that someone said I was a demon. I was like, in my mind, I was like, I didn't fucking make the ice cream. And then someone, (laughs) yelled at me and said, fuck you, because they said that drumstick cones have less peanuts. <laughs> and I, again, I was like, I didn't put the peanuts, you psychopath. Anyway. That's just one where you put your hand over the mouthpiece and you go, hey, more peanuts on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it work in the factory. <laughs> my, mom, my mom worked at a church and somebody called and they asked for like, oh, my son's kid needs to be baptized or something like that and my mom was like well we need to hear from your son like you as a grandparent can't get your grandson baptized we need to hear from the parents of the kid <laughs> mm-hmm. and this woman was like you're a terrible christian what and that like <laughs> and like that hit my mom to the core and she still brings it up sometimes where she's like sometimes i wonder if that lady was right <laughs> your poor mom oh god <laughs> I'm sorry, I took you very far off track. No, it's okay. I I got it back, right? There are lots of terrible people, and the shame, and what's a shame is that um, only half of the airlines, uh, I don't know if this is international or U.S., but only half of the airlines, according to the International Air Transport Workers Union, oh, so I guess international, I'm sorry, only half of the airlines have policies aimed at preventing air rage, and only a third of these airlines conduct classes with their employees, teaching them how to handle aggressive passengers. Other airlines rely on passenger assistance, which is so fucked up. Like I said, in the video I saw, a large man helped the woman getting punched in the face. But well, the, if he did The other second, thing is, if that woman went through some class about how to deal with difficult passengers... One of the things in the video wouldn't be if a, if a passenger takes a swing at your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that's true, but <laughs> excuse me. They should at least have some de-escalation thing, but um, they should also have tasers. Anyway, like um, each seat should be wired. What do you mean in the For plane? Like- and that way, if somebody is misbehaving, they could just like from the front of the plane hit a button and it's like zap. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, Who's at me? <laughs> so, I'm gonna end it with a story—not a happy story, but it's just a very quick story. Uh, because I was then gonna end it with tips on how to how to stay safe. But then I read the tips, and I was just like, "That's all. This is nothing." I think you're gonna be like new tips. The tips were like, "Take deep breaths. 
don't engage in the situation. And I was like, yeah, I know, whatever. <laughs> so I'm not going to end with that because they're all common sense. But anyway, Paul Feldman said he felt safe as he walked onto his American Airlines flight on February 22nd of 2021. Um, and he was accompanying a friend to a funeral. Feldman, 71, never imagined he'd hobble off the plane in his layover in North Carolina with a torn ACL and, meet and meniscus tear when another passenger pushed him as he was trying to exit the aircraft. He body slammed me, and actually, he said there was no way I was going to get off that plane before him, and he was right. Are you fucking kidding me? Somebody attacked him because he was going to get off the plane before him? To which I say, guys, pray for me that I'm fine when I go to Disney World. I am the guy who's stuck in the seats. I, I don't fly very often, but um, mm-hmm. probably the last time I flew was to Florida. But, like, I... I think it could be mistaken as passivity. But it's just, like, I don't want to engage with anybody enough to force my way into the aisle. Whether it's a bus, whether it's a plane, whether it's anything. Like, in my head, it's like, well, we're all eventually going to get off of here. And if all these people need to go first, that's fine. I don't give a shit. And then eventually somebody's like, do you want to come on out? And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. Thank you. (laughs) That is... Well, okay, so that has been the same with me all of my life. But then recently I'm like, I can at least get off when it's my turn to get off, assuming we all follow the rules. So I've started at least getting off. I used to just let every, like, be the last person on the whole plane. In this situation with, with this person who got attacked, he had a layover. And I think they actually, like, made mention, like, why they were trying to rush off. And, uh, yeah, I think he needed to be pushed in a wheelchair to his, to his next, to his next flight. And the airline said they were not liable for anything. And the airline wouldn't give the name of who body slammed him, so he was unable to make a police report. So that's fucked up. I think yeah, airlines hold people accountable, like, to the highest degree. <laughs> because that's just too tight of a space and too dangerous of a... I don't know. That's just too fucked up. I, I don't think you should hold back on penalizing people who fuck up in airplanes. No, I think, I think you're right and. In- in a sort of grandiose way, it's like riding on this plane is a privilege. Exactly. <laughs> and if you can't act like a human, you get to walk. <laughs> like, <laughs> I totally agree. Um, in my mind, I'm like, oh, you know, this shouldn't happen for Disney. It'll be like mostly happy people. However, then I was like, no, it's going to be like stressed out parents. So I was like, so it could go either way with my Disney play. But, uh... Well, we'll but, all be praying to the travel gods. Well, thank you. That it's not stressful for you. Thank you. I mean, yeah, sure, if someone fucked with me, it shouldn't be stressful because we don't have kids. Uh, as I've said... In I fact, know, it would be fun. more stressful for your brother. Yeah. Because <laughs> if somebody fucks with you, you're going to be like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I just always think, like, if somebody fucks with me, am I going to be able to be calm? Mm-hmm. Because I, yeah, I, I have a problem. Um, but, uh, and last time, the flight was pushed off for a day. Me and my brother had to sleep in the airport, which, holy fuck, was that horrible. <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, 
No, I always feel like parents with kids, like, get more stressed out and feel like they're more entitled. But I'm like, again, you had a kid that's prerogative. <laughs> I don't need to care. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, was, what was I watching? Was it Difficult People or was it Sex in the City? Oh, Sex in the City, where Carrie, the main character, goes in a in a elevator and she's kind of in a rush and she's going to press the button. And this guy goes... Oh, I'm sorry. My son likes to press the button. And she was like, well, I'm in a rush. And he's like, my son really likes to. She's like, fine. And then the kid presses every single button. Mm-hmm. So, no. Guys, you don't need to do <laughs> I might have a kid one day. But you know what? I don't deserve any favors either. <laughs> anyway, Pete, do you have any? I'm sorry. If you have a child, I'm half joking, okay? Half. plugs. Pete, do you have any plugs? I have a controversial plug this week. Uh-oh. I don't know if you heard recently that Epicurious food website mm-hmm. they have recipes and stuff, but they um they're going to take down and stop posting. I, I think they're going to take down, but they're going to stop posting um recipes that involve red meat why because red meat is so detrimental to the environment but okay oh i'm gonna not voice my opinion my plug this week is red meat yeah uh, <laughs> only because I, I don't really I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not really a big eater of red meat like Mother's Day, you might cook a steak for mom. Uh, if I go to visit mom, she'll make like a meatloaf. I do like a burger from time to time, but not all the time. And yeah, in the past week or so, I had a grilled London broil with my girlfriend that was delicious. Oh, nice. I had uh, another, because my mom was visiting, I picked up couple of steaks for her and they were also good and you know i can't say it's all the steak i think some of it gets to go to the chef but he pointed himself and then also um picked up some ground beef to make some burgers and the, the burger i had yesterday for dinner was delicious and i can't wait to cook another one tomorrow <laughs> i thought i'd take a day off in between <laughs> i like it so it's summer, guys. Get grilling and pick up some red meat. Yeah, I mean, it's fine by me. <laughs> I mean, are they going to take down every single recipe that isn't, that doesn't consist of entirely ethically sourced ingredients? No, no, it's uh, just just beef. Yeah, so I feel like there's a <laughs> lot of things to crack down on. Are you going to crack down on recipes from one ethnicity that are written by a white person i feel like you could also on that i feel like there are so many things you could choose to crack down on that aren't something everyone is going to keep eating (laughs) dude pete i don't want to sound old but please don't let red meat be what what is canceled when we're old in a boomer age i think it's you know maybe gonna be but well everyone start stockpiling your red meat you heard it here I mean, can't really stockpile it that long. It will no longer publish recipes, including beef, on their website. 
Are they going to get rid of ones that are already there? Almost. Um, oh, wait. In an effort to promote more sustainable cooking. Whatever. That's interesting, though. Yeah, like, if they're not going to remove the ones that are there, it's like, well, really, how many more new ones could you have? For God's sake, you've been around for how long now? (laughs) Almost 15% of greenhouse gas emissions globally come from livestock. 61% can be traced back to beef. Cows are 20 times less efficient to raise than beans. Okay, they taste a lot better than beans, too. And roughly three times less efficient than poultry and pork. It may not feel like much, but cutting out a single ingredient, beef, can have an outsize impact. Can have an Sorry, outsize. spam, but we're not going to stop eating it just because you don't put the recipes. There are other websites. Uh, speaking of my crazy coworker, yeah, she was one of the people who thought that uh, Kamala Harris was going to take away your beef. <laughs> anyway, Marissa, plugs? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I need to also say, I won't say who because they're disconcerting and closer to me than I shouldn't say who and I think they realize the error on their ways someone very close to me misunderstood something that AOC said and thought that she said since cows cause so many greenhouse gases we should kill them <laughs> yeah. I was like I don't know what she said but I'm pretty sure it's not that <laughs> anyway uh, plugs 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 um that's, a new, that's our new plugs theme. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. I need to make another little theme. Um, it hasn't come out yet, but uh, if you have Disney+, Plus, the new Loki show is coming out soon. You know, Loki of, of Thor. Um, and uh, you should watch it. We should watch it together. We should watch it as a family, a Phillips family. That's it. Marissa, you should watch it each week, and then you should record yourself on your phone talking about what you loved about that episode and we can put it on the patreon Ooh, okay i what something happened oh that uh, i i i uh support page seven which is a gossip podcast on the last podcast network and once a week they just recap all the tv they watched and i was like that's fun yeah so- uh, I would happily do something like that, whether or not anybody listens. <laughs> oh, yeah, it reminds me, i got to finish our June playlist. But uh, anyway, guys, thanks for listening. If you try to grab a void codes, let us know how it goes at 570-PODWOD1. You also, can, re- you can, just a reminder, you can text that number, too. You don't have to necessarily call. So if you are an introvert, you know, you can always text that number. I still wonder if Anne is listening, and it'd be great to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, and remember, if you do call or text, uh, Alex said he will send you a little something. Um, and, yeah, you could slide into my DMs at Vandal. Um, Pete, anything else? Okay. Bye. No. (laughs) Okay. I was drinking. I thought you were going to talk longer. (laughs) Yeah.